think listening really comes with a heavy, heavy dose of humility. Right. Like you, you, you can True. hear it all day long. Right. You have to listen to it. You know, yeah. And you, yeah, and in order to do that, you got to let your pride down a little bit. You got to right. say, you know what? I don't know everything about this subject. Right. I have to be able to hear, to listen to what this person's saying. Reason I've seen people get in trouble, even friends of mine. You're just listening to the wrong voice. I mean, and that's that's one of the biggest issues you have. And because you're not able or willing to listen to voices telling you the truth, you find that you have continual problems. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube. Type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. I'm Bill McMinn. Along with me is Mark Hostetler. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we're glad you're tuned in. We appreciate all of you who listen to us, whether it's on Podbean or YouTube. Uh, you tune in. You support us. Uh, we appreciate it. Feel free to share these shows as you see them. You know, put it in your social media. And if it doesn't work by hitting the share button, you can actually just copy the link and share that to your social media. So we would uh, super appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Today, what we're talking about is who you listen to. And to me, this is a big this is a big one because, I, number one, I should listen. But, but when I'm going to be listening, I need to pay attention to who in the world I'm listening to. There's a lot of misinformation out there. Uh, there's a lot of stories out there in the press that aren't factual. There's a lot of fake news. Uh, there are times where people are not giving us a straight answer. Right. And then we're listening. And I've always felt sorry for people who get conned by lies. Because when that happens to you, you're making decisions based on something that somebody said to you. And then you find out that that wasn't true. But you went off on somebody else. Because... or weren't friends with someone else because they told you this. Mm -hmm. I, remember I was in a church situation where that happened to me when I was a youth pastor, where a guy went and told a bunch of lies. And then there was a bunch of people a little older than me. None of them would talk to me at all because of what this guy said. And then two years later, they're apologizing for it because they said we shouldn't have listened because it was a lie. Yeah. But they didn't know. I mean, they were making decisions about me based on lies they had been fed. It was a hard, it was a real hardship for me. I can tell yeah. you that. I thought, honestly, I thought if that's what ministry is, like, I didn't even want to go in. Right. Like I was saying, I was already almost through seminary. I was thinking about maybe you ought to quit and mm -hmm. do something else because this is like, this is unbelievable. Where were the fact checkers? Where were they, Bill? You yeah, know? I know. I tell you, assumptions really can't hurt us, you right. know? And so we need to, first off, I mean, if that situation happens, you need to go to that person. That's what it says in Matthew 18, I believe it is. Jesus clearly lays it out. If you have a problem with somebody, go to that person and talk to them about it. You know, right. so these gossip trails that we can oh, get caught goodness. up in and all that stuff. I mean, be very careful of that. You know, be very careful of that. I where never, you're Check the information you're right, getting. Never listen to gossip. Even myself, if I've heard, even if it's a person that I don't really care for that much as far as they're just really haven't been nice or they've said a lot of rotten things. If I, I'll hear a story, sometimes I found myself sticking up for some of those people yeah. to say, listen to me. I appreciate that you heard that. That does not mean it's true. Yeah. <clears throat> and I know as, and I've, I've explained to people at times, I know for myself that I've been a victim of these false accusations where people say you're this, right. you're that, you did this, you said that. It's stuff you never did, well, never exactly. thought of, never conceived. And, and Bill, here's the thing. Sometimes somebody's approached me about that and I look at him, I just go, now you've known me for how many years? How, is that my character? Right. Like, how, 
is that really how you think I act? You know, right. and like, I, I don't understand how people can get duped into these things so easily, you know, but be careful what we're listening to, who we're listening to. Right. And you got to, what's their track record? You know what I mean? Are they known to be spreading gossip? Are, are right. they known, you know, like, be careful, be weary of that. You I know? listen to nothing. My, my rule of thumb is I don't believe gossip at all. And I believe half of what I see. And I'm super <laughs> suspect. And I, I've been that way for a long time because I've just heard enough about the church and enough about myself to know how erroneous it really is. So I don't put any stock into it because I'm like, well, if that's what they said about me, I can only imagine what yeah. they say about everyone else. So that's I just don't, right. I don't, pay right. it, I don't pay it much heed. Mm-hmm. So I think who you listen to, one of the things in the Bible is reading Proverbs 1. And the reason that I went to Proverbs... I went there because it. I know there's a verse that says, hey, don't listen to sinners when they entice you. And so yeah. it was kind of saying who not to listen to. So mm-hmm. I was reading through uh, chapter 1. And so you come down and it says in one eight, listen, my son, to your father's instruction. Do not forsake your mother's teaching. They are a garland uh, to grace your head and a chain to adorn your neck. Now, I realize that perhaps there are some people, your parents aren't on the beam themselves. So, right. I mean, you can't, mm-hmm. you, you need to listen to God ahead of that, or maybe there's other people you need to listen to. But as a rule of thumb, you know, people that have been uh, further along in life, you should be listening. And children, we're supposed to be listening with the assumption, you know, dad's going to teach you the right thing. Mom's going to teach you the right thing. Don't forsake what these people are teaching you. Don't think that right. you're going to know better. I think that we need to listen to wisdom. I think so too, Bill. And And you know what? To that point, I think it's important for us to address the parents that are listening right now. Hey, hey, be upstanding individuals, you know, that are going to heed the word of God and that are going to teach their children the word of God because that's where re- wisdom's really found. Right. You know, be them parents that are going to take the time and, and explain biblical truths to your kids, you right. know, not just depending on the church to teach them biblical. No, you be the ones that are investing into your children, you know, right. and being that source for the children later on in their life to want to listen to, right. you know, because you've been track record says you've been historically accurate because you're basing everything you do on the word of God, which is the most accurate thing we can base right. it off. Well, of, I learned you know? a lot from my parents. You know, I learned to uh, draw, draw your swords wisely. Don't have to die mm-hmm. on every hill. Uh, get cross that bridge. When you get there, yeah. uh, I learned a lot about morals things like that Mm -hmm. Uh, from my mom and dad. I learned to be a hard worker by my dad's example. Even if he never told me to be a hard worker, he certainly set the example. Uh, My dad taught me service by his example. So I I look at these things and say, yeah, I mean, I learned a lot from my parents. Now, I was the kind of kid, there were certain things that my dad and mom did that I would never do and I didn't do because I was pretty determined the pendulum was going to swing and that's Mm -hmm. not how I was going to raise my kids and that's okay. You know, and my kids will do the same thing, I'm sure. Uh, They'll do different things differently than me, but... I learned a lot, and I think that you should be willing to listen. And it says then in Proverbs 2, 2, turn your ear to wisdom, apply your heart to understanding. Mm-hmm. And I like it where it says, listen, you need to turn your, what what way are you turning your ear? Mm. Turn your ear towards wisdom, apply your heart towards understanding. If you're going to apply your heart to something, apply it to something that makes sense and where you know there's absolute truth. You look at the Bible. I believe it's the word of God. Yeah. There's wisdom in here that's been proven out for centuries. Yeah. This is not a, a one hit wonder. This is not the latest diet that somebody came up with. Mm-hmm. This is something that's been tested and tried over centuries yeah. of time. 
the Ten Commandments is 3,500 years old. It stands strong. It stands true. You're not supposed to be stealing from people. You're not supposed to be killing people. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to be lying to people. You're not supposed to be coveting what they have. You're not supposed to be committing adultery. You're supposed to be honoring your parents. These are all things where you look at today. Yeah, that all has relevance. That's right. Exactly. And this, that is, has the point, this is the point I wanted to make about this as you're talking I go, okay, so what's the difference between wisdom and knowledge? Right. You know, it says, turn your ear towards wisdom. Because just like in Timothy, it says that people are, sometimes people are hungry to learn, but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Right. We could be given to knowledge all the time. Knowledge puffs up. It gives right. us, wisdom is the application of the knowledge. Right. The word of God is brilliant in how it describes how to apply what you know to be true to your life. Right practical application. Right. That's where wisdom comes in. Hey, right. guess what? If you see wisdom, meaning how to practically apply the knowledge you're gaining, right. if you see that, turn your ear toward it. Right. Look at it. Watch it. Uh, be instructed by it. Let's and say it like that. I would that. say sources of people that you trust. You know, I would, I would mm-hmm. lean on them. I know for me, I've always been one of those people that if I'm making a big decision, most times, I, I would say well over 95% of the time, I'm talking to people about it because Absolutely. I'm going to say, because yeah. I want to see it from all angles. Cause mm-hmm. if it's a big decision, it's going to impact my life. It's going to impact the lives of other people. I'll sit down with people who have been ahead of me and I'll just ask them, Hey, what do you think if I made this decision, what do you think would happen? And then you kind of hone it out and you, you discuss it. Well, we could try this. We could try that. I, I find there's a lot of value, but I'm not going to go to somebody who doesn't know a thing about it. Like in seminary, okay, for instance, this is this is a seminary story. I'm I'm given the job to write skits and whatnot for the senior faculty banquet. And you would always roast your teachers, you'd do this hilarious stuff. That was my job. I get a guy in there and he he's coming to help me, he's listening to what I've written, and he tells me this Bill, it's not funny, and I don't want anything to do with it. Now, this guy didn't have a funny bone in his body, okay? <laughs> I didn't listen to him. Because I'm like, you don't, you, you don't even know what funny is. You're not a funny person. Right. You're not going to know. So I did not be, I was not discouraged by him. I said, okay, no, that's cool. You don't have to help me. They were laughing so hard. They were crying. Wow. You know what I'm saying? The fact of the matter is it was, it was funny mm-hmm. and we were on it, but I couldn't listen to him because I'm like, but you don't know anything about it. It would be like me going to somebody who doesn't know one thing about car mechanics and asking about car mechanics. Right. right. We don't, or, or asking my wife about how to handle social media when she hardly even looks at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She hardly ever posts. I think she has 11 posts on her whole Instagram after years. That's it. I'll have 11 in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, like 11, right. that's hardly any time at all for me, uh, right. for her. But so I'm not going to exactly ask her, hey, what do you think is the best way to do this? Because she's not involved mm-hmm. in that. I'm going to go to people that know how to do whatever I'm looking to do. It says turn your ear to wisdom. And I think wisdom for life then comes from the learned. I think it comes from people who know the Bible. Oh, yeah. I think it comes from your spiritual leaders. Just... What, what, what can they tell you? I was, I was privileged to be able to meet with a young man last week uh, for lunch. And, you know, we were talking about things of life and this and that. And he went, he went off onto the certain trails and, and I, I stopped him. I said, Hey, hang on just a second. I mean, you go to a brain surgeon when you have a brain problem, you're coming to me as a pastor because you have a problem in your life that's spiritual in nature. Right. Let's stay on that. Right. Because if I go off of that, I'm, I'm in the areas where. I don't know much about let's stay on where I'm, why I'm here right now. You know, I think that's important. You know, when we, we paint, we built the church up. We had an aesthetics committee to decide paint colors. I stayed out of it. I'm colorblind. (laughs) 
Seriously, like, how can I help you with your pickle? I, I can't even see. I just, it's, it's brown. Is it green? Is it gray? Is right. it, what is it? I don't know. Right. So I, I pretty much, for the most part, stayed out of it. Because right. I'm like, that's not for me to decide. That's not for me to pick. Mm-hmm. I don't, you're, I'm not the right guy. I'm not the right guy to ask about that. I'm not like a Pinteresty guy. So I'm not, yeah. if you wanted to decorate some uh, booth at a shop and make it all Pinteresty, I'm, I'm not the guy to ask for. Right. about that because but here, here's um, the point though i think here's the point is when you do find that um skilled person that right. person for right. that thing then perk up your ear right listen i think listening really comes with a heavy heavy dose of humility right like you you, you can True. hear it all day long right you have to listen to it, you know. Yeah, and you, yeah, and in order to do that, you got to let your pride down a little bit. You got to right. say, you know what? I don't know everything about this subject. Right. I have to be able to hear, to listen to what this person's saying, right. you know, and then apply it to my life. You right. know, that's where again, that's where wisdom comes in. You right. know, you take that knowledge and you make it practically applicable to your life. And I think too, you look you look for people who have lived successfully. You look for people who sure. have had their act together whether that's financially, spiritually, maritally, and, and you would go to them because if you see someone who's been married 20, 30 years and you're kind of have some questions about your wedding or your marriage, that might be a good person to talk to. Mm-hmm. A person who's been married five times might be the person to talk to for what not to do. Might not be the person you would right. want to talk because you want to go to somebody who's got it figured out mm-hmm. and not ripping on people who have been married a lot of times or divorced. That's not what this is about. What it's about is picking people who have done it, who have been there. I want to look at, like, I want to follow when it comes to Instagram, like I want to follow people for traveling who have traveled. I want to follow people. If I want to go to Iceland, I want to follow people who went to Iceland because I want to see what Mm -hmm. it looks like. I want to see what it is. I want to learn Mm -hmm. from them as much as I can. But this wisdom that we're turning our ear to too, isn't just a wisdom of somebody skilled in a position you need. It's, it's a wisdom that's from God. It's, it's yes. a way to how, to how to really live. It's a way to live no matter what age you are, no matter how many kids you have, whether you have kids or not, whether you're married or you're single, it doesn't really matter. Wisdom is going to apply across the board. Wisdom is found in Scripture. It's interesting that's that in so Proverbs true. chapter 2, you have turned your ear to wisdom. The entire book of Proverbs is a bunch of pithy wisdom sayings. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying pithy is in, pithy meaning short, concise. Yeah. They're, they're these little amazing statements about your words about anger about finances there has been so many times proverbs has helped me in my life just just by reading through it listen if you want to you can read through proverbs every month per the day oh yeah so one on the first day of the month yep you know 20 on the 20th day of the month is there's 31 chapters in proverbs right there's 30, 31 days right. in, the, in, the, uh, in the month. So you can go every day and read through the Proverbs over and over again. Right. And it's not a bad right. thing to do. Written, I mean. written by the wisest king to ever live. Yeah. And so he had he was a, a resource of wisdom. People would come from all over the world to hear his wisdom. They were amazed by it. They were like, this right. guy knows everything about the botanical gardens, about everything. I yeah, mean, about this animals, guy, yeah. plant life, everything. Because right. he had observed. He spent his life observing and learning and educating himself. And so he has a lot of wisdom. Ecclesiastes is written by the same person. One mm-hmm. of the reasons is my favorite book. But then it sets us up for success if you listen, because Proverbs 2, 6 or 8, for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. So I like that. Where do we get knowledge and understanding? From the mouth of the Lord. He gives wisdom. Yeah. He holds success in store for the upright. He is a shield to those whose walk is blameless, regards the course of the just, and protects the way of his faithful one. So you mm. look at these kind of things and you realize, okay, I, I can't expect God's to shield me if I'm out ripping people off, if I'm being dishonest, if I'm being mean to people, if I'm saying unkind things. 
I can't expect any of that, those things to happen. I can only expect it to happen. Right. Yeah. If absolutely. I'm doing the right thing. I mean, so, so there again, we come back to humility, right. humble ourselves before the Lord. And it also says in another part of the scriptures that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom right. and understanding, you know? And so I think it's a fearful, uh, adoration for God and just living committed. I sent this scripture, Romans 12, one and two to a young man today, this morning, Offer up your body as a living sacrifice to God, holy and pleasing to him, you know. And it comes back to also Matthew Matthew uh, 6, where it says, seek first his kingdom, his righteousness. Right. These things will be added to you. Those, right. I think so important to dedicate our lives to, to God's way. Right. And just focus on Jesus. Right. And, Hebrews, what is he, I mean, and what does he say yeah. to do? And I do agree. Focus yeah. on Christ and follow mm-hmm. him. And what does he say to do? Pray. If you're anxious, if you're anxiety, you know, we live in a society with a ton of anxiety and it, it, it's a growing problem in yeah. America and the Bible has a solution to that problem. Yeah, and that's don't be anxious about anything and everything by prayer and petition yeah. with Thanksgiving, present your request to God. And then the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds of Christ heart. Jesus. That's Amen. wisdom. Amen. Now, that would yeah. be to do that would be turning my ear to wisdom. That's what the Bible directs me to do. That's what I need to do. And you start doing these things. You start following God in these simple ways. And then he says, you know what? I'm going to protect you. I got your back. It's going to be okay. But the one thing we don't want to do is listen to the wrong voice. Yeah. In Proverbs 1.10, my son, if sinful men entice you, do not give in to them. If they say, come along with us, let's lie and wait for innocent blood. Let's ambush some harmless soul, so on and so forth. Don't listen to them. You cannot, you shouldn't be listening to people who are already doing the wrong thing. You, if there's somebody who's lied to you, you got to know, I can't trust them to tell me the truth. Because they already lied to me once, they'll lie to me twice. I got to understand right. that kind of stuff like that. The kind of simple reason I've seen people get in trouble, even friends of mine, you're just listening to the wrong voice. I mean, and that's, that's one of the biggest issues you have. And because you're not able or willing to listen to voices telling you the truth, you find that you have continual problems. Yeah. But yeah. if people entice you, my younger brother used to tell me that uh, when he worked for a construction crew every day at lunch, they'd want to go to the topless bar and try to drag him in there. And he lunch on the hood of the company vehicle. Cause he said, he wouldn't go in. He's like, I'm and, I'm and I talked to another friend of mine yeah. recently. He said the same yeah. thing. He said his relatives, his friends, wanted, he just didn't want to go in. Yeah, you he know why? He didn't want anything to do with it. Proverbs 5 explains why. The lips of the adulterous woman drips honey. Her speech is smoother than oil, but in the end, she is bitter as gall, sharp as a double-edged sword. Right. It's enticing. Right. It draws you in at temptation, you know, but in the end of it, it's like, man, why did I do that? Right. You know, and you, there's no joy afterwards. Right. You know, now I got to face my wife. I got to face my children. I've right. done this stupid thing. Thank God. It, yeah, exactly. And and lured into that temptation, if I would have just paid attention to who I was speaking to, be very, very weary of a flattering mouth. Right. You well, know I, what think, I'm I think of that's a, one part. I, uh, I think for seduction, I think that's yeah. part of it. I think it's part of it where people just want you to do the wrong thing or mm-hmm. people trying to talk oh, you yeah. to the party and getting drunk or doing drugs or, I mean, I, I remember having a young lady i thought she was uh smoking hot and uh she was beautiful we all had a crush on her and i remember one day when i was a, probably a senior in high school and she's like begging me just come on i don't want to i don't want to smoke this alone come on would you do it with me no i'm gonna go home oh perfect no one's at your home i'll go there with you no, and no. i said no no you know i don't want to do that and then i said you know what i'm gonna run because i was getting ready for soccer season in college and i said i'm just gonna go run and I'm going to go to the school. Oh, man, no one's at the track. I'll go there. We'll smoke it together there. And I finally told her I'm going to church. I went to, The only reason I went to church that night was to get away from her. Wow. Because that was one place where she didn't say, cool, we'll smoke it there. But I wasn't going to listen. Like, I wasn't allowing her to entice me to do something I completely didn't believe in. I didn't believe in doing drugs. 
I didn't want to put that in my system. I didn't even want to take that step. Right. Uh, yeah, she's pretty. She's great looking. Who knows? I might have gotten a kiss out of the deal. Yeah, right? Right, you right, know right. what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Get a little high and be uh, smooching you, with her. I thought she was a great looking girl. But the fact of the matter is, I'm not doing that. I don't care how good looking you are. You do not control my morals. That's excellent. You do not control what I do. That's excellent. Right? Because it doesn't matter. Just like you're saying right here, I mean, bad company corrupts good morals. Right. I right. mean, I, I, I so agree with you, Bill. I mean, I'm glad you had that conviction. Right. I think a lot of us just don't have the conviction. Right. We don't have that strong backbone that says, no, I have a boundary, and this is the boundary. Right. We are not going over that right. line. You know, I'm one of those guys, you, know, you can, you'd be very hard-pressed to talk me into doing something I don't believe in. That's great. If man. I don't believe in it, yeah. I'm just not going to do it. It's just I think we need a culture of people like that right, right now. You know? And listen to both yeah. sides of the stories. The other point I had for today is just, Proverbs 18, two, fool, uh, fools find no pleasure in understanding, delight in airing their own opinions. And then he goes on to say, you've got to be the type of person, like every side of the story sounds good to hear the other side. That's exactly so right. you got to be willing, you know, instead of listening to people who are just delight in airing their own opinions, you want to be the person who's going to uh, listen to both sides and say, I'm Absolutely. not going to listen to, I'm, I want to hear both sides of the story because there's wisdom there. And a lot of times people get in trouble because they're not willing to listen to both sides. They just hear one story, boom, they're gone. They're yeah. reacting to it. It's like, now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's two sides of this. Who are you listening to? Yeah, as as men that do some counseling, right. you, there's it's frustrating when you only have one side of the story right. because you're like, man, I don't, Lord, you got to give me wisdom here because I don't know if this is the actual truth or not. Right. You know, I'd love to have both parties present, you know, right. when we're doing counseling, like marital counseling right, and stuff, absolutely. because I, there can be, that can be a dangerous road, you know, right. and, and not only for counseling, but just, just in life general, right. you know, just make sure you're weighing out. Okay. And, and I've always had a rule of thought that if I'm talking to you, I'm going to talk to you about you not about them. Oh, agree. You know Absolutely. What I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm okay, Absolutely. you can talk to me about them all you want, but hey, I'm talking to you right now. Until they get in front right. of me, I'll talk to them. Right. But right now we're dealing Counseling with this. Counseling rule of you know? thumb, you yeah. can't counsel someone not in the room. Yeah, that's very a, that's good. A, that's yeah. a rule of thumb. But here it is. If you should listen to people with wisdom because that's going to set you up for success, you listen to the wrong voice is going to set you up for failure. So, some food for thought. You all have a great and blessed week.